0: Today, I'm excited to continue the conversation on coaching. I'm thrilled to have Amir Pahlavnajad as my guest. He is actually the translator of my book, Choosing Me Now, into the Persian language, but he's a great coach in his own right. He also translated my Academy of Choice coaching program and is using it to teach people in Iran to become coaches. Amir's mission is commitment to continuous personal growth and development. Something he does pretty obviously when you hear the rest of this intro, helping individuals and teams improve their quality of life and performance. His areas of competence are life coaching, executive coaching, counseling, and human resource consulting and training. I would also add translation. He's brilliant. Thank you. He's (laughs) My pleasure. He's a PhD student in counseling and guidance and also has a master's in counseling and guidance an Executive Management Certificate, and a Bachelor of Mining Engineering. His professional certificates include Choice Theory, Reality Therapy, and Lead Management. He's also a Basic and Advanced Practicum Trainer from WGI, William Glasser International. He has a Certificate of Training in International Leadership Development for Renault International Company from SIGOS International Training Institute in France. Life Coaching Certificate from Academy of Choice, International Certificate from Assessor Skills, Design and Management of Development and Assessment Centers from PSI, ANDC, UK, Certificate in International Business Coaching from Frank Bresser, Consulting Institute of Germany, International Business Coaching Certificate from Austria, and Certificate of Foundations of Positive Psychology Specialization. He's a co-founder and executive director of Raimana Coaching and Leadership Institute since 2018 until today, and he's chairman of the board of Atia Rosan HR Consulting Company. He's authored and translated 10 books in coaching. Thank you so much for joining us in this conversation on executive and business coaching. You're certainly a highly qualified coach.
1: Thank you very much, Kim. I'm really glad um, uh, to be here in in this program with you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Me too. You ready to jump right in?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Please.
0: (laughs) All right. So let's start with how and when you got familiar with coaching.
1: In late 90s, I came back to Iran from the UK. Uh, I was there for two, three years. I continued my career in industry. There, I got familiar with management. So for five years, I was a production manager of a factory. Then very accidentally, I joined a HR consulting company. That was the place uh, was very important in my career, even in my life. I had two great mentors and coaches, Padirina Amozian and Bijan Khajipur, the founders of that consulting company. That was the place I got familiar with coaching, business coaching, executive coaching, and everything else. Those Bijan and Pariver were, were Iranian expatriates, educated from the U.S. and the U.K. They came back to Iran in late 90s and established their own consulting company, mainly helping the multinationals in the Iranian market. They were doing very different things in, in the Iranian market, and I was very lucky to be there. That was great. That was the place I knew what is coaching.
0: How did coaching then develop in Iran?
1: It has a very short story. It starts with organizations, uh, well, in the West, uh, for example, um, as far as I know, in Canada, in the US, in the UK, psychiatrists, counselors, um, they had a major role in developing coaching there. But in Iran, it all started with multinationals in the in, in the local market. They were expatriates, MDs, HR directors. Being in Iran, say, that was a discipline in their company to have coaching for their managers. That was an entrance point of coaching in Iran, mainly through multinational companies. I remember some of my clients, Total, Edison Company, Bayer, Aspirin, they requested coaching services for their top managers. This goes to, let's say, 16, 17 years ago.
0: It is relatively new then. That's right. That's awesome.
1: And only in recent years, let's say in the past six, seven years, other professions like psychologists, counselors, are getting familiar with coaching. So, this has become a really serious thing in Iran.
0: When you have professionals who are looking to develop their coaching skills, where do they go in Iran? How do they improve those
1: skills? They have few choices, unfortunately. There are a few training companies, they just teach coaching, mainly grow model or scars and stuff like this. Coaching psychology is pretty new, and I can say our company, Dr. Sabi and I, are the only at the moment to teach, let's say, coaching psychology to people. There are not many choices for everyone, but I guess it's going to improve in the next few years.
0: In the United States, we would say you have a corner on the market. People have to come to you for coaching. That's good, and it's not good for their ability to have choice. I know that you're familiar with, well, you're not just familiar, you're a practicum supervisor, you're certified in choice theory and reality therapy. I know when I first started coaching in 2004, I thought and still do think that reality therapy is the perfect model for coaching. It checks all the boxes of what I've learned here in the States, the difference between counseling and coaching actually is. What's the difference for you between business and executive coaching?
1: The difference goes to the target people. A business coach targets MDs, members of the boards, and helps them to direct their businesses. But an executive coach helps individuals from supervisor level to higher levels to improve their skills, unlock their potentials, and develop the company or meet company's targets through their efforts. This is the difference between executive coach and business coach. A business coach should know about the nature of that sector or industry, but an executive coach does not need to know be a, a specialist in that area. It's mainly focused on the people. I like that distinction.
0: Business is about business growth right. in that particular area, whereas executive coaching is about growing leadership skills.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's a good distinction. Amir, what has been your personal and or professional experience as a coach?
1: I think the life domains are in some ways connected to each other. Whatever I achieved or got experience in my private life, I used it in my professional life and vice versa. The very first thing added value to my life when I say life is professional and personal, both of them, as I got to know myself more, I tried to be more integrated. I started to have vision. I started to identify my values. All these things helped me very much in the course of life, privately and professionally. Coaching is for everyone. As late William Glasser said, choice theory belongs to everyone. Coaching also belongs to everyone because everyone can benefit from a coaching.
0: I would agree with that. It's really about getting to know yourself better and how to accomplish your goals faster than you might do on your own. That's right, yeah. I like that. I know that you work with a coaching program, Academy of Choice, and you teach other people to become coaches. In Iran, who are the people that are looking to become coaches? Are they mostly business people or are you finding counselors wanting to do the same?
1: First of all, thank you for making and developing such a great program. That was a very clever move or whatever you call it, using choice theory in a coaching board. That was a great idea.
0: Thank Thank you for that.
1: Our clients come from a wide range of professions, mainly from organization and from psychology board. Yeah, it's from both, but in nature, they're very different. And when people come from psychology, sometimes they have some experiences in therapy and counseling and they are looking forward to learn something more or they are tired of working with abnormalities and they are looking for something positive, nice and everything else. But in organization, it's a totally different story. We deal with high rank managers and stuff like that. And it's a different thing.
0: Yeah, I would imagine that it would be. I know that when I teach people coaching, sometimes I say it's hardest to teach counselors because there's so much that they have to unlearn before they can coach because they're naturally trained to talk about the past and to look for what's causing problems and how people feel about things. It's new skills that they have to develop to be able to coach. And I find that I really love working with that population, but I do think that they have a harder time than someone who knows nothing about therapy and they can just learn how to be a coach. It's interesting how that works because some people would think, well, a counselor shouldn't have as long of a training. And actually they don't here in the States. They can become a coach in 30 hours of training. But I find that it takes that 30 hours to help them make that mental shift into coaching.
1: valid well, point that's
0: true can you tell us a little something about what typical coaching client might be for you like kind of work would you do with a typical if there is such a thing as a typical coaching client
1: they come for different reasons. Sometimes they say that I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I'm tired. Sometimes they knock door and say, look, I've read this book. I've read your book and I want to get developed. So start from session one. Okay. It's more like a private training session, but most of the time they come with a problem and they are swallowed by the problem. One of the things that I've learned in coaching is through that process, assist and facilitate the change, the mind shift that, look, you are not your problem. You are much bigger than your problem. That's where the coaching opens up. And that's they start, oh, that's that's good stuff. What is it? Then we go through all those elements of life coaching. It's a great experience. What I'm talking about, you, you are my senior. Um, of course, you know that. When you work with these people, each one of them comes with a totally different story, a different background. Before that, you're thinking, oh, okay, another session, values, targets, objectives, stuff, blah, blah, blah. And again, I'm going to repeat all of these things, but it's not like that. And it's a two-way learning. I really enjoy that. What are some things that you've learned from coaching? The things I've learned, one of those things I've learned is that we sometimes lie to ourselves we do not see the reality as it is outside there. We want to be good, but we are not good at that moment. We want to have a balanced life, but we don't have a balanced life. This is one of the things. The other thing is really nice. I come across with some clients. For example, they have been my clients for the five some past years. Once in a time, they come, they got a session, and they bring something, you know, more deeper, a different thing. It reminds me life is going on and you never stop. Different things happens always. And the power is to be able to flow with life and modify yourself and do some changes in order to be able to have that, let's say happiness, so-called happiness in life.
0: Yeah, I love that. What would you say are the most important things that
1: coaches do to contribute to their client success? It's a really deep question. Uh, and <laughs> now I am in the position of a client. And when a coach throws a question and the client is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's trusting the client, not judging him. I believe every individual has the capacity to grow, has a set of strength to use and have a motivation inside to unleash to go and move on in their lives. If you, as a coach, can assist and facilitate this process, even if it's one session, you have done your mission.
0: That's a great answer. Thank you. Is there anything else other than what we've already talked about you'd like to add?
1: There are some theories that's really beneficial for ordinary people, for everyone. Of course, choice theory is one of them. It's leading. And positive psychology also has that power they are very common areas that these two theories can work and maybe other other couple areas as a coach i've learned that we should not stick to just one theory and try to find all the answers with just one theory we need to expand our knowledge we need to study more and be open to learn i remember a expatriate that was a south african guy from a petrochemical company once I asked him, Yaris, what is the one thing that you tell me about recruiting a person in a company? If you have one chance, one competency to check, what is that? He contemplated and answered and told me, love of learning. If someone loves to learn, you can teach him everything and he can fit him or herself in the company. So love of learning, it's very important for a coach to not stop and learn And use that learning in this life.
0: Yeah, which you have in spades. I see the books in your background, and I know you left earlier to go to your other library. Just hearing that you're in a PhD program and all of the certificate programs you've been through, it's obvious that love of learning is an important thing for you. Thank you. Do you have something coming up that you'd like to tell the audience about? I know that you have some books. Do you have programs? What would you like our audience to know?
1: Dr. Sahabi and I, with help of you, have dedicated our big part of our professional life to develop coaching in Iran. Apart from developing the, the coaching program and bringing this choice coaching program in Iran, we have written and translated some books about coaching in Iran, which was very new. I'd like to introduce some of this work, me and Dr. Sahabi and myself, if I may. Sure. Okay. The first book we wrote is Life Coaching. This is in Farsi. Coaching is in the G. It's our first book about life coaching, about values, mission, everything else. One of the great books I found in your program when I was going through your program five, six years to, to get the certificate was this Life Balance book. You used it in your program. That was a great book. So we also translated this. It's one of the great books. Another book we really enjoyed is A Stepping Up from John Izu. It's about responsibility. And we see people who doesn't know anything about choice theory. They have findings about responsibility. And and that's great. There are also two books. One book about organizational coaching, Unlocking Potential. This is the translation. And this is one book. I think it's a piece of art from Professor Wobulding. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's a great book. Seven, eight scenarios. It's an old book from 80s, 90s. So I found it and translated. We called it Employee Coaching, Coaching Employees. Mm-hmm. Another book that is coming out is Practicing Positive Psychology from Diener. This is coming out and I'm waiting for this to come out. choosing <laughs> now. It's a great book, really. I learned many things about this book myself. In my trainings, I've used this book and really people enjoy it. I'm really looking forward to it to come out. And I think that happens very soon. Uh, today, I got a letter from the ministry and there were two other corrections. I made it and I sent it back and hopefully I get the license and I'm going to print it.
0: Yay. So, yeah. That's wonderful. Great news for you and good news for me at the same time. Yeah. Thank you for doing yeah. that. I can't even explain to our listeners or even to you what it feels like to have your book being consumed by people in another culture in a different language. It's just amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing a picture of what it looks like in Iran, knowing that people who speak Farsi will be reading about choosing me now. It's just, it's like, pinch me. I can't even believe it's true. So thank you so much for that. Thank and if you. people want to reach you for more information, how could they get in touch with you?
1: I have an Instagram account, amir.pahlavnejad. Maybe we can put that in the caption of the post.
0: I will put um, it in the
1: show notes. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. We'll yeah, put that, your Instagram account in the show notes.
1: Thank you very much.
0: I really appreciate you joining us today, Amir. It's been so exciting to talk with you about coaching in Iran.
1: Thank you so much. It was also a great chance and opportunity for me to meet you and to have the chance to, to talk with you about coaching. That was a great thing. And I had nice moments.
0: Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and remember to leave a review and share with your connections on social media. I also hope you'll join me next week when I'll be continuing the conversation about coaching and interviewing Rose Lawrence, who teaches her clients to create a life they love waking up to. I'm looking forward to it. Talk with you then. This has been another thought-provoking episode of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life. To listen to past episodes, please visit our website at lifeequalschoices.com or listen wherever you download your podcast. And don't forget, remember to subscribe.